0: You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Friday morning, and let's turn to our next topic and guest of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're chatting to Vincent Hiscox from the Over 40 Wellness podcast, and we'll be talking about how the body interprets stress. Very timely, because I think the holiday season's upon us, and and most people would say as happy as it is, sometimes the stress does pile up. So welcome back on the program, Vincent. Great to see you today.
1: Yeah, really nice to be back. With you again, Noreen. Really looking forward to our discussion.
0: That's right. And we are live this morning on Facebook. And I'd love for our listeners to join us there uh, if you can. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. Let me just check that we are up and running. Yep, yeah, we are. <laughs> that would be an unnecessary stress, I think. So, first of all, Vincent, how do you handle stress? How do I handle
1: uh, are you, are stress? Are you good at
0: handling stress? Or, well, or do I, you get stressed easily?
1: Yeah, it depends. I think it depends and just to take a step backwards in terms of stress stress is actually something which is in fact it's good for us okay it's good for us in, in terms of when we have something that stresses us our body is made to react to it and one of the things it does when it reacts to it it's sort of you know it boosts the sort of cortisol you know it, your heart rate goes up it boosts the adrenaline so it gives you something to sort of say, "Ah, oh, I'm in a stressful situation, and I've got my body is looking after me to take care of it." Now, when we talk about stress generally, and this was your question, I come back to your question. Then we're talking about chronic stress. Normal, normal stress, and everybody has it. It's like a superpower of humans. Is acute stress? It comes. You deal with the situation. Boom! It's finished and it's gone. But it's, it's the chronic stress. It's when that level of stress is elevated for a long time. That's when everything starts to go wrong.
0: Yeah. yeah. So how do you, do you, do you get stressed easily in situations or does it just depend on?
1: Yeah, the- I mean, I, I'm like everybody, you know, it's, it's kind of easy to get in a situation when you're stressed. Okay, I'll give you a good example. Uh, I was doing a podcast yesterday and the equipment wasn't working. And you know, that was you
0: get, me five minutes ago. That was you
1: five minutes ago. And when that happens, you sort of, you're trying to remain calm, but you sort of, everything you try, it doesn't work. And then you go to something else, it doesn't work. And then, you know, the stress levels go up. And sometimes that can sort of force you into a position where you make bad decisions and you're not doing something correctly. But, okay, for me, it actually worked out like it did for you. And uh, in in that situation, yeah, for me... I didn't go into kind of hyper stress, you know, I, I, I'm not that kind of person. Um, so really, you know, I can manage stress and I've got also got other techniques to manage stress as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. which I think we'll, we'll, we'll get to that and you can share your, your wisdom on, on that. So how does the body interpret stress and, and then how does it manifest itself for some people? Because yeah. sometimes it can, it can lead to more chronic diseases, and it can make you really feel sick all the time.
1: Yeah, just come back to what I said uh, just a while ago. It's something that's quite natural. It's it's a reaction to you know we've all heard of the frightened flight, and it's really stress is you know is at the centre of that. We our bodies are very good; they're very efficient. Humans are absolutely great. They can sense when there's a danger. Now, that danger could be a physical danger or it could be a mental danger. When I say danger, it could be a mental or a physical...
0: Like a th- perceived dis- threat or Perceived something. threat, yeah. Dis- yeah, not an equilibrium. Discomfort, sure. Yeah.
1: Then it goes into, you know, it releases, I mean, a mass of chemicals get released into the brain. They go, everything starts going through the body. Your, your heart rate goes up, um, your blood pressure goes up. And, you know, you become more alert. You're ready for that threat. And this is something which, you know, in our past uh, has protected us. You know, we, we all talk about the saber-toothed tiger. But also in today's, even in today's um, environment, you might step off the curb and suddenly you hear a car, Om! and you can step straight back without even thinking about it. And that's a stress response. Your body is perceived there's a car coming. This is danger for you and it's sort of very quickly you've reacted to it and you come back off, you know, you come back off the road and back onto the, back onto the pavement. And that, you know, it's good for you. Stress, and yeah, I know it's a very strange message, but I, I think it's vocabulary. But, you know, chronic stress is bad for you and that's clear. Yeah. So, yeah, I make that distinction.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah, no, that's interesting. And I also think um, some, for some people, it's almost like stress becomes a part of their daily life or part of, it It can really take over their life. It can be a bit debilitating. Now, those are the people you're talking about. Those are the chronic stresses.
1: Yeah, then then people are in chronic stress. And when you're in chronic stress, oh, it affects all parts of your body.
0: It's like a domino effect. It's,
1: it really is a domino effect. So people will stop sleeping properly and that sort of even oh. you know elevates the problem so it get it can get worse and worse i mean people you know it can make them depressed it, it can be a mental you know it can be a mental condition it can be a physical condition it can be even a sociological condition you know your friends stop calling you you know that's a stress yeah uh, I haven't got any friends anymore when you start to think in that way then it becomes a like stress a spiral. and sure. it becomes a spiral you know you might live on a on a busy street and your house has got sort of traffic going all the time that can become a stress so stresses can arise from lots of different places yeah
0: yeah um, I once had a friend sometimes I, I well sometimes I worry about certain things and then a friend of mine said well you just like to worry and that's when I sort of snapped back and said well I don't choose to worry but then when i i mean you know i have to make a distinction there are some people who really have very very little control over sort of you know sometimes it does take over but for regular sort of people without any underlying um, mental illnesses it's true sometimes we do we can shift the focus and and i took her point and i said well okay maybe i do like to worry maybe i don't have to worry but i think sometimes people worry or feel stress as like a form of protection mechanism if i worry about it now I can map out all the different scenarios and prepare sort of quote unquote prepare myself but of course you know worrying and that sort of stress is the thief of joy and you're spending the energy worrying and sometimes you know the thing you're worried about doesn't even happen and yeah. you just spend all that yeah. time worrying so I I hope there's a silver lining for certain people you know if you are a bit like myself who who likes to worry about certain things then, then try to put your energy in better use because you know worrying doesn't help solve the issue at all
1: yeah and and even with worry i would classify worry as two types of worry there's the worry that's sort of a kind of good worry you know that a says good worry. from the point of view that you know if i remembered everything at the supermarket when i was Aye. shopping you know that's a good worry yeah <laughs> i mean you you need to have the food when you get home ah, have i got everything but then constant worrying rumination you know, going back to the same subject yeah. time after time after time, then that, I would say, is negative. Yeah,
0: exactly. That doesn't serve a, a good purpose. So we talked about, you know, essentially what stress is, you know, that flight or fight response. And we talked about chronic stress. What about the manifestation of stress? Now, I know, Vincent, as a health you know, a, a coach, you work with a n- number of different people and you're also a breath coach and you're also a sleeping coach. When you meet clients or when you, when you meet people who are very stressed, what else do you see happening to their body? What other sort of ailments um, do they report back to you?
1: Sure. I, when somebody is severely stressed, then of course that starts to impact you know, their, their mental, their emotional, and even their physical. I mean, we all know about the sort of connection between the brain and the gut. You know, so this oh, is yeah, a,
0: That constant upset stummy uh, tummy. Sorry, I say stummy for my children, yeah, but tummy, I mean, you know.
1: It's you know, so people will I mean so it's mental and it's physical and that real. I mean stress is not something that's up there in the clouds, it's real and it's there for everybody and it manifests in so many different ways. Then when it comes back to the body, as I say, it can be, you know, it can upset you. I've got an upset belly, you know. What do you do when you get nervous? <laughs> you know, the first thing that you. goes is, is the belly. So all of these things, and, and they're all there usually to do a purpose. And really the difference is if it's something that becomes chronic, what that means, if it continues and continues and continues, then you need to do something about it. Yeah. You know, if it's a short-term thing, You know, it's normal.
0: Don't worry about it too much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so then what sorts of suggestions do you have for coping with stress then?
1: It's all the usual sort of things that we've spoken about before. So, and you mentioned it earlier, relaxation. You know, so if you can do some kind of relaxation and that relaxation can be, you know, meditation, it can be simple breathing in fact it's you know breathing is let, let's talk about that one a little bit because it's so powerful so from from a breathing point of view if you just calm down your breathing take your blood pressure if you have a blood pressure monitor then calm your breathing down for 5 minutes 10 minutes and take your blood pressure again it's gone down so just something as simple as sort of sitting down and breathing that that's going to be you know that's going to be one way that you can reduce the stress but really the superpower and there's a superpower it's, and it's very, you know, very simple. It's called sleep. Okay. And, and I, I stress that, you know, it's a superpower. I mean, why do we sleep? Sleep is so sort of crazy. You know, if if we're thinking about in the past, we're vulnerable to whatever when we're sleeping. And yet we get so many benefits from sleep. And I mean, we don't have the time to go into the benefits. But really, this is something that I preach very strongly is seven to eight hours of sleep every night. And it's not something that you can catch up. You can't say, "Oh, well, I had six hours last night, and I have nine now." So that's okay. The average is no. It has to be seven to eight hours each night. And any deficit that you get is it, you can't get it back. You can just get what you need for the following night.
0: Yeah. yeah oh gosh I'm thinking about the deficits of <laughs> <laughs> all the sleep deficits I've had gosh probably in, in in the red at the moment um but it's true you can't catch up on sleep there are times when you think oh I've had a good lie in but you still wake up feeling tired yeah. so that must be it then but like you said Vincent there's so many positive benefits of sleep it really helps you with your memory you know it helps lower you know blood pressure it can really help you uh, elevate your mood i mean we've all had a uh, a uh, you know, bad night's sleep or lack of sleep and you just wake up feeling really cranky and really moody. And imagine if you're then dealing with a stressful situation. Gosh, I can't even imagine what that does.
1: And, and then just to give some more information to the listeners, I think what's nice about this, you know, stress scenario, and, and we're talking about the sort of, you know, long-term stress now, is the ways to fix it are the ways to fix so many things. So, So basically if you do some physical exercise i mean we talk we've talked about this almost every time we've met then that will allow you to you know in fact by doing physical exercise you actually stress yourself more but in a positive way That's right. then when you recover you become stronger so a good way then to deal with stress is to do some physical exercise And again, sorry, I just come back to another one, sorry to interrupt you, is a healthy diet. And a healthy diet will actually help you to handle stress correctly. Because when you're eating a healthy diet, then basically you're giving your body everything it needs to do what it needs to do. It knows what to do. You just have to sort of give it everything that it needs, then it can do what it needs to do.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned diet because it's true when you are stressed, you are more likely and I'm perhaps I'm generalizing a lot. But when you are stressed, perhaps you're you're more likely to stress, eat, binge, eat or maybe not eat. Um, So there it's interesting how it then, you know, uh, um, spills over into the other pillar of fitness, you know, your, your, your diet and your food. And I'm sure I've been guilty of that. When you are stressed, you think, oh, gosh, I'll just reach for something sweet and then it, it just goes from there
1: and i think it's actually it's physiological it's the body is the comfort you know yeah. The, yeah the body is sort of doing that to you is making those kind of foods more appealing but yeah you have to sort of if you can yeah if you can manage your what you're eating then that's another way of overcoming stress
0: yeah how about um, there's one thing that we didn't really touch on well because since you host the over 40 wellness podcast have you noticed that people perhaps Get better with age with handling stress. I'm thinking: is there a silver lining to all of this, or does it not really? Do,
1: I'll be very honest. I've not read any studies that that say that you know you become better at, at manage, handling You know, as you get older, I think <laughs> no, that I think it's that. something which is a lifelong thing. It's you so Your
0: personality, it, yeah, it's
1: it's fundamental to the body. I mean, it's something that's inbuilt to the body. It's there to sort of protect you. I mean, stress is there to protect you from. You know, whatever it is, whatever environment you're in, it's there to mm. protect you. And I, I think bearing that in mind is uh, is very important because for people, when they they think, you know, I need to do all these different things because this will, you know, improve my stress, then they improve everything else at the same time. Yeah. So it's it's not your body's not something that's sort of singular. It's not a point. So you point at one thing and you fix that point and then everything is OK. No, it's it's kind of a big connected mass. But really, and I, I keep coming back to it, stress is there to help you.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think that's a big takeaway that I had from this discussion is that we, we often talk about stress as being such a negative thing. But there are sort of it's positive. You just can't let it, as you mentioned, let it develop into chronic stress and just know when enough is enough, and there are tools to help you sort of um, step away, breathing exercises, relaxing, getting good night's sleep, and and so yeah, and all the rest of it. Well, meanwhile, Vincent, thank you so much for your time and for for your sharing and expertise today. Remind our listeners once again how we can find out more about your work.
1: Yeah, I think just go to the Over Forty Wellness Podcast, and that's got all of the links. So it's O V E R F O R T Y. Wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S, podcasts, and then you'll find everything.
0: Excellent. Well, happy holidays, and I hope to catch up with you in the New Year's time. Thank you so much for your time, Vincent.
1: Oh, thank you. It's always a pleasure to come and talk to you. And, you know, I just hope that from our discussions, this is coming across as something positive for the listeners.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time. Until next time. Bye for now.